Hello, everyone, and welcome to Hayes' Higher Learning. This week's episode, we're going to talk about the science of rejection and how to take an L. So many people claim to have a fear of rejection. I would like to dispute that claim. I think, generally speaking, people don't fear rejection. We fear the emotions we might feel if we experience rejection. And in this episode, I'm going to teach you how to cope with rejection and how to take an L or take a loss without being defined by it. So let's start with the science of rejection. Humans are social creatures, and historically, social rejection could put a person in real danger. If they didn't find a partner to procreate with and somebody to protect them, it could mean being eaten by larger animals or being exposed to the elements if there was no tribe to build with. However, it is the year of our Lord 2019 and the stakes aren't quite that high. Although technology is a double-sided coin, it has made it so that we can go longer periods without connection, without it being a significant threat to our livelihood. Still though, humans are suffering from chronic disconnectedness at alarming rates. As a Black woman, I am wildly aware of our marriage rates and aware that we are often rejected from social spaces based on being perceived as angry and suicide rates are alarmingly high, and loneliness has become the human condition. And through understanding rejection, I think we can be pushed further into connection with ourselves and ultimately into connection with the people around us. So we learned in the four agreements that no one does anything because of you. So when someone rejects you, it is about them, their taste, their preferences, their choices. That does not make it suck less. It does help us to depersonalize it, though. And the first person who needs to accept you is you. If you accept yourself the way you are, everyone else's is ex- everyone else's acceptance is the icing on the cake and not the cake itself. And I was actually reading and saw a meme this week that said people have become addicted to positive reinforcement. And I think that that can be true, that you can become addicted to the high you get from somebody praising or celebrating or accepting you. And so I want us to learn how to celebrate and praise and accept ourselves. And Brene Brown does really good work on belonging versus fitting in. Anytime you do something to fit in, ultimately what you're doing is rejecting yourself. Anytime you lie for other people's approval, it is self-rejection. You assume other people reject you, so you do it first. And I think we can overcome that need to fit in by feeling what we feel when people who we want to like us, reject us. And one of the emotions I've recently named was self-pity. I realized I was having a big old, big old pity party about being rejected, both in romantic relationships and in professional spaces. I was moping and grumpy, and I actually don't think we use the words mopey and grumpy enough. Um, I actually had a moment with my best friend Tess, and I was going off and carrying on. And after I was done, she said, you're not angry. You're disappointed. Disappointment is a vulnerable emotion to deal with, mostly because it means we had expectations and someone didn't act in alignment with those expectations. And as an artist, I create things with the hope of connecting with my audience. For a while, though, especially when I was younger, I did it to be accepted. But the more I've grown and the more I create things that I connect with, the more I believe what my life coach Chauncey said to me. She said, your work is not dependent on how others respond to it. You are worthy even when others reject you. 
When you don't know how to deal with rejection or feel with your feeling when you experience it, you are at a high risk for what Brene Brown calls hustling for your self-worth. She says we all have an inner hustler, and when people don't respond the way we want them to, our inner hustler starts trying out different things to see if it will change someone's mind. I spent a while hustling for my worth, especially with men, offering to help them with their responsibilities, crossing my boundaries with myself for male attention, being a pick-me girl. So let's, okay, a pick-me girl is a woman whose self-worth is centered on not being like other women. It is often rooted in toxic misogyny and church thinking. And I don't do that anymore. In an upcoming episode, we're actually going to sit and talk with my homie Pam about self-respect, especially in dating. And it is so important to remain true to yourself and to let people who want to go go. I think along with understanding rejection, we have to learn how to fail and how to take an L. I was working with someone once and I didn't realize until it was too late that she didn't have the tools to effectively deal with an undesirable outcome. So when we failed, she started slandering me and insulting the project and the people involved. And I have to, I've forgiven and set boundaries with that person. I hope though that when you fail, you do it fast. That means when you're trying something new, you get the failing out of the way first. Remember, if you're in the paint, you're bound to get your ass kicked. So why not do it early and learn from that mistake? I also hope when you fail, you affirm yourself and your self-worth. Remember the mantra we talked about in emotional safety. You are enough. You are worthy. Be accountable to yourself. You did your best. If you tried your hardest and still failed, don't stay down about that. Accept that you couldn't have done anything differently. Most importantly, when you fail, dust yourself off and try again, word to Aaliyah. Don't let people's rejection of you or your work keep you from meeting people and creating new things. So many people identify with being a loner or not collaborating. I don't trust people. Sure, solitude and solo projects are great, but don't shut yourself out to making genuine friends and genuine connections because you're insecure about being rejected. If you're rejected, so be it. Try again. And so the first time I got rejected by somebody after my breakup, I was in my feelings. But the next day, I went back to life as usual. I didn't try to barter with them. I didn't try to hustle or attack them. I didn't try to make them feel differently about about me or rail off my resume, I simply let them go. And once you learn how to do that, the connections you do make will be that more meaningful to you because it will be people who fuck with you because of who you are, not in spite of. And so I'm really excited about the next episode because I get to tie this in with reparenting ourselves, which is the episode that I have been looking forward to the most. Some of us have experienced rejection by a parent or both parents, and I want us to work through that and heal that. If you dig what I'm doing, let me know by your support. By supporting Hayes' Higher Learning, you make it so that I can keep dedicating time to this work and practice social justice by giving people the tools and resources they need. You can learn more about support options at www.ashleyhayes.com slash Higher Learning. The song of the week is Sick of Being Lonely by Field Mob. Thank you so much for tuning into Hayes' Higher Learning, where together we are learning better, doing better, and being better. Y'all have a great week. 